This episode of the podcast is sponsored by our friends at Wizarding Days, Five Wives Vodka and Heartbreaker Beard Oil. We're going to be telling you more about all of them throughout this episode. All right, let's welcome everybody out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. If this is your very first time listening, if this is your very first time downloading the show, and you're like, what is this podcast that I found? Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people right here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We're talking to musicians, authors, restaurant owners, breweries, food truck owners, distilleries. I think you get the idea. We're talking to anyone that might have a cool story to share. Let's welcome everybody out today to episode 366. My name is Chris. I am here with my awesome co-host, Christina. How are you doing over there today? (laughs) I'm doing amazing. I'm excited for this episode with Reagan Archibald. He's the founder of East West Facilities, and we got to talk with him about acupressure, stem cell therapy, chronic pain treatment, and everything you might want to know about East West medical treatment. We're going to get into that conversation just here in a couple of minutes. All right, we're recording today in beautiful downtown Salt Lake City in our podcast studio located right in the back of Empire Merchandise. Empire Merchandise is located at 680 South State Street, and not only do they have an amazing selection of vape juice and vape accessories, but this is where you can come and purchase your very own I Am Salt Lake podcast t-shirt. So make sure to stop on in, check it out. This place is rad. It is rad, but if you can't make it here to get your own I Am Salt Lake t-shirt, go visit our website at IamSaltLake.com. This is where you can buy your own t-shirt, or you can dig through the entire catalog of episodes of this podcast and listen to them right there. You can also follow some of the links and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. All right, before we get into this conversation with Reagan, let's tell you about one of our awesome sponsors for this episode, Five Wives Vodka. The next time you head on over to the state liquor store, pick up a bottle of Five Wives Vodka. The next time you head on over to your neighborhood bar, Ask for Five Wives Vodka by name. The next time you're in the doghouse, come home with a bottle of Five Wives Vodka. Exactly. They have three different flavors Christina and I are going to tell you about. They have the original. This is the one made from Utah Mountain Spring Water. It's 100% distilled corn spirit and it's gluten free. Spring is hidden in beautiful Ogden Canyon. It's inaccessible by vehicle. So they're hiking this water out five gallons at a time. And if you want to try something a little more edgy than the original, which is delicious, you could try Five Wives Sinful. It's a flavored vodka with a delicious cinnamon taste. It's unlike other cinnamon products that give you that cinnamon candy taste that lingers in your mouth. Sinful is like a morning cinnamon roll with only 76 calories per ounce. They also have the Five Wives Heavenly. This is a flavored vodka with a delicious vanilla taste. Heavenly's rich buttery vanilla flavor comes through without coating your taste buds with sugar, which is going to result in more vanilla and less calories. So like I said, next time you head over to the state liquor store or your neighborhood bar, ask for Five Wise Vodka by name and many thanks to Five Wise Vodka for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. All right, let's jump into that conversation that we had with Reagan Archibald when he came and sat down with us to share his story. Thank you so much for listening enjoy uh so you've probably heard me ask the question what did your childhood smell like yeah then? of course yeah what what did your smell like so my childhood smelled like potatoes my mother had a the honorary award of making potatoes in the most diverse ways of any other mother in idaho i grew up in in rexburg idaho and so we had access to unlimited potatoes 
Do you, do you still eat a lot of potatoes or are you so sick of them? No, You're like, I mean, I'm occasionally done. I do, but my body just doesn't do well with potatoes. I think I overdid it as a kid. I so could, you were in Rexburg when it was a tiny town. It's big now. I was yeah. just there visiting my grandmother and I'm like, wow, what the hell happened? It's different. I was there in 99, no, yep. 2000. Yeah. W- wait a minute. Yeah. Rexburg is big. And well, what, I mean, well, relative- compar- <laughs> comparatively, what, like, right? It's like, it used to be 1300. Now it's 1301, right? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. How, what's that? Hey, like? hey, we, there's 20,000 people there. Is, is that what Rexburg yeah. is? 20,000. But when the students come in, it gets up to about 50. So what brought you to Salt Lake City then? I mean, if well, I've always had family here. The University of Utah was the school that brought me here. And then once I moved to Utah, it always was intimidating. The mountains, the people here. But then once I got ingrained in the culture, I, I just fell in love with Utah. And actually, I did my graduate work in Hawaii. I was on the Big Island. Uh, that's where I went to uh, the, the integrated medical school of Hawaii there. And I moved back to Utah because I loved it so much. Just felt like home. And I've been here, um, back here Let's see, uh, going on 15 years. This year, I'll hit 15 years being back in Utah. Very cool. And then East-West, which which I mean, we might as well jump right into it. Yeah, if, if that's let's okay do it. With you. Explain what this is. I mean, you do acupuncture, you do stem cell therapy, yeah. you do, what is it, brain regeneration? Yeah, right? is that we what do a called? lot of brain, well, we call it rejuvenation, rejuvenation. But, it, but the rejuvenation process, it, uh, it can regenerate some damage that's, that's occurred. It's like a so. facial for your brain. What, <laughs> that's what, well, what, what kind of schooling did you have to do? I mean, did you have to go to, like, you didn't have to go to medical school for this, right? You know, you're not, well, you're not like a, like a doctor like like a phd doctor yeah so we have all those people on our team i mean the the beautiful thing about east west the reason i named my clinic that is because i've always looked at medicine and i said that you can't just have one philosophy with medicine there can't be one right answer Mm -hmm. now a lot of people would argue western medicine is the only way and taking kind of a drug surgical approach is the only scientific way to practice medicine but I was exposed to uh, a, a really brilliant professor up at the U named Dr. Bauman. And Dr. Bauman, he noticed that I asked questions that the other students didn't ask. So I, I said, you know, what about nutrition in this whole thing? What about autoimmunity? What about all the money we're spending on chronic disease in America, but we're getting sicker every single year? Isn't there more of a holistic approach? And then Dr. Bauman was the one who ultimately helped me find the school in Hawaii that I attended. And what was the name of the school in Hawaii again? The, the school that I attended, it was the uh, traditional Chinese medical school of Hawaii. And it was affiliated with the Northern Hawaii Community Hospital, but it's a school that that was founded by Earl Bakken. And he's uh, one of the inventors of the pacemaker. So Earl oh, wow. Bakken always had the philosophy that the best time to prevent disease is 20 to 30 years before it shows up. And so he didn't want people to have pacemakers. He knew it was life-saving, but he also said there's got to be a better way to practice medicine so that we're not plugging these machines and this equipment into people's bodies prematurely. Turning into cyborgs. Yeah, cyborgs. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I, I am into cyborgism, by the way, but not in that effect, basically to maybe promote longevity or yeah. so uh, was it, a long time. Was it an Eastern medicine-based education? It was both. I mean, that's why we call it an integrated medical school because my training it was it was actually longer didactically than like a western than the western medical training that I was originally going into. But um, the training it it allowed me to get western medical exposure. So we had all the typical western medicine courses that we took, 
And then I had my Eastern medicine courses, which was, you know, we, we acupuncture obviously is a big one. Uh, we had uh, a lot of herbal medicine, nutritional courses, and then Qigong was a big part of my curriculum, which is pretty fascinating. What but, is Qigong exactly? You want to do some? Sure. Is it what? what I mean, <laughs> all right. Can we, so, can we do it on right. the podcast? I don't know. You can do it on the to. podcast. Everyone can do this with us. Okay. So all you need to do is let's pretend we're drawing a bow. So qigong is working to cultivate your energy, right? Okay. And so that's kind of the rough translation. And so there's a, a, a movement we can do together where we're just going to open our chest. So just draw the bow like you're drawing a bow and arrow, right? Okay. So for people so, listening, let's give a so we're, so yep. pretend, pretend, pretend you're pretend, pretend you got a bow in your hand and you can feel it when you're pulling the arrow back you can feel the tension on the bow so take a deep breath in as you pull back yeah and then exhale release it and then inhale go the opposite direction pull back breathe in release it so don't do this if you're driving but uh, otherwise (laughs) so yeah now now, now do do a couple times so you know what's gonna be interesting about this everybody who's listening at the gym will be like oh they're listening to i am salt lake podcast right yeah Yeah. they're gonna start doing this weird movement and uh they're gonna have an arrow pointed at like the meathead in the corner and that dude's gonna rock your world so why why do you think you know it's it's interesting you brought up i want to go back just a titch you were mentioning uh people kind of a delaying I forgot the wording you were going to, that you used, but you're, you're, you were mentioning the guy with the pacemaker yep. that said, Hey, let's, let's avoid this from happening to people. Mm-hmm. Right. So we can start, you know, practicing better health and practicing all these things. And it's interesting how many people don't care about their health until they need to care about it. Yeah. Right. I'm definitely so, one of those people. And, or they're afraid to spend extra money because mm-hmm. again, you were asking if I'm still doing the keto diet. Yep. And I know a lot of people that are looking at it, they start, to, oh, it's expensive. It's this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, long term, is it, is, is it as expensive? Right. You know, are you going to get into better health? Are you going to lose some weight so you're not going to get things like diabetes and, and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. How happy is that happy meal going to make you when you're 80 years old or 60 years old and you have a heart attack? Because, you know, one of the things that we're seeing now more than ever, and I think Earl Bakken was definitely ahead of his time just as far as the context for medicine um, because this was in the late 90s, early two, 2000s. And um, now we're faced with this condition called uh, premature mortality. And so people are basically walking around with chronic diseases and it's as if their body is going into this death regenerative degenerative cycle. And we're seeing, you know, like some of the core morbidities with heart disease, diabetes, um, hypertension. These things are, are you know, they get worse every year. And how are we treating it? Well, we expect our doctor to just write out a prescription and then we just, we go on our way. But but really, just because you're on a prescription, it doesn't mean the problem doesn't exist, right? You you can be on metformin and you can get your hemoglobin A1C down for your diabetic condition, but you get off the metformin and what happens to your numbers, right? They go through the roof again. And so it doesn't mean that your body's taking care of it. It just means that you're masking a symptom so your labs look normal. So so I think that's one of the, the biggest takeaways I got from um, Earl Bakken was you've got to be uh, able to predict disease before they show up. And then you start treating those well before your body needs it. So just like you said. When did you open up East West? How long 2004. And... I imagine just with one location at the time. Yeah. Was that here in Salt Lake? That Salt you, Lake. Yep. And, and then now you have four locations. Yep. What made you want to do more locations or, or how did that process work for you? 
You know, um, when I came back, I always called my clinic East West because I wanted to work with Western doctors. Uh, the, the only reason I thought acupuncture, I was like, man, Chinese medicine, acupuncture is non-scientific. I was like the, the most uh, stubborn headed kid you could find when it came to medicine. But then the more I looked at it, I was like, wow, there's a lot of research on this. And this medicine's been around at least 3000 years. There's got to be something to it. But I had this itch that needed to be scratched with science and, and Western medicine. And, and so I always had the philosophy that they can go together. So about six months after I o- opened my practice, I started working with a neurologist in Provo, Pam Vincent. And Dr. Vincent's a neurologist there. She's phenomenal. She's retired now. So uh, if you guys are trying to find her, you're, you're, you're not going to have any <laughs> luck. SOL. Actually, I'll give you her cell number. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Let's call her. Yeah, right. just call her right now. She she needs more patience. Um, but it was just phenomenal because we were able to see, like, with our MS patients, she could she could only take them so far. But when we added acupuncture and the, and the Chinese medical component and more of the holistic care, all of a sudden we started to see, wow, their lesions are shrinking and they're not progressing as quickly. And so, and so um, I've always had the idea that that medicine should be it should be joined together. We shouldn't be isolated. We can't, we can't really help solve the world's toughest problems if it's just Reagan or if it's just, you know, Dr. Vincent, but together we can really accomplish a lot. And so in opening other locations, the only purpose of that is like, wow, I have a lot of patients who are driving a long ways from Utah County to come see me, for example, or now I'm up in Park City and uh, we have a huge need for that community. Why don't we put a location there? And then my St. George location was simply my brother. I, I helped him lose 50 pounds and he said, yeah, you've changed my life. I want to do this work with you, but I don't want to leave St. George. And I said, well, great, let's get a team built up and let's open a clinic in St. George. And that was uh, four years ago. And and we're just, we grew out of that tiny space. We're in a 1200 square foot clinic down there. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just, uh, next week we'll launch our brand new, uh, we're doubling the size of our clinic. And we have a phenomenal team down there in St. George. And so, so that's it. I just have, uh, you know, I, I believe that every single person on the planet has some type of mission, some type of calling. And I really think one of mine is to bridge the medicine so we can provide better solutions for people who have chronic pain or disease or illness. Now, you mentioned the reason you opened up the other shops or locations was because you you know, you know saw these people driving far for you, but you're not working out of these other locations, are you? No, no. No, because you're just here in Salt Lake. So, I mean, people are still going to have to drive to Salt Lake to see you. Yes. Well, you can see anyone on my team. Actually, we have... Uh, we all work together. What my, what I, what my role is at East West primarily is I work with new patients. People are coming in and usually we work with people who are, you know, like, uh, one of our patients, uh, her name's Julie. I can't, obviously I can't tell her last name, but she actually ended up ODing about five years ago on antidepressant drugs. She was just at a low of low. And when she came out of the coma, uh, she was blind and she had a lot of brain inflammation. Her brain didn't work properly. Because taking these antidepressants. Yeah, basically overdosing yeah, on them. Yeah. And and so we work with patients like hers who she came to see us. She's like, I don't know if there's anything you guys can do. But when I met with her the first time, I said, well, here's some of the treatments that we're going to do. And so I put together a, a treatment plan for it that did include stem cell therapy for her brain, for her eyes. Nothing directly into the eyeballs, in case anyone's wondering. I know there's been some um, issues there with uh, uh, some clinics, but 
um, we just heard back from her. Now she's about three months beyond that treatment that, um, you know, I helped direct her to the team and, uh, she's starting to see again, her brain works better again. She's like fit, like feeling like she's got some momentum for her life. So, so all my job is, is to help people get a plan of action and a strategy in place. And that's where I'll figure out the tests that they need to run, what treatments are going to be best for their condition, and then what mentoring they mean they need because uh, accountability and education is a huge part of health. And I think that's missing in a lot of holistic clinics. You know, you just you keep coming to us and, you know, we'll keep sticking needles in you or filling your, your herb or supplement. You know, we'll do the refills there. But I think people really need some accountability and mentoring. So, so I'll, I'll kind of figure out what, what a person needs and uh, put the whole program together for them. Very cool. Very cool. That is so amazing. So what exactly is stem cell therapy? So it's just to clear the air. It's not embryonic stem cells. So it's, those are illegal. And um, there's a lot of research going on. The University of Utah is doing research on embryonic stem cells for heart disease, for example, and other things and cancer at the Huntsman Institute. But the stem cell therapy we use, uh, we use uh, stem cells that come from the perinatal tissue. So from a placenta, the umbilical cord. And uh, what we found is the, the therapy part of stem cells that helps your body regenerate from areas that have been damaged long term. So I have a weird question. Oh, fire it up. <laughs> Can women actually donate their placenta to somewhere? So that they can gather um, stem cells for therapy? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, the, the that's where we get our stem cells. It, it's from, we use a local lab called Utah Cord Bank. Okay. And we need to get Elliot Spencer on your show. Okay. You guys, he's Let's fascinating. He's, he speaks at my events and he's one of the scientists. And where he's up at the U? Sandy. Okay. Yeah. And this is, is something I wish is. I would have known. We had a baby a year and a half ago and yeah. I would have loved to have donated. Well, she was looking into like eating. I wanted to eat it. Oh yeah. I was but you so, didn't? no, should I have? Oh, that's the this, best. We had, we <laughs> yeah. had a big long talk well, I brought this. placenta sandwiches for everybody. So. Perfect. <laughs> I've always wanted no, to try. No, it's uh, you can encapsulate it and yeah. it's, it's like so good for you. My, my sister-in-law just had a baby and I was at their house uh, about a week ago in St. George, and, and she's showing me her encapsulated placenta. Man, so. we need to have another baby just so I can do no, it. I no, missed out. No, no. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Well, <laughs> I, I, hey, don't, don't put the pressure. <laughs> you, you we need placentas. I mean, we need. Uh, she's going to eat hers, so she it doesn't a, do me any good, Well, does it? that's fair. She yeah. has a good placenta, We can split too. it. Very good placenta. You noticed. Um, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, we need to actually take a, uh, a break here sure. to play a message from our sponsors, and then when we come back, we'll hopefully talk about something other than placenta. Uh, <laughs> we'll move on. So, so hang tight. We'll be right back. All right. This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Wizarding Days. Wizarding Days is an interactive fantasy event with roving actors, magical sets, crafts, and activities, nonstop entertainment in classes by artisans and professionals. This is their third annual. It is happening February 22nd and February 23rd at Mountain America Expo Center. And this year's Wizarding Days is excited to bring the Arthurian legend Camelot to life with live action role players, a round table, and a giant dragon. This is going to be so much fun for all ages. Wizarding Days brings your favorite books to life. And tickets are on sale now at wizardingdays.com. That's wizardingdays with a z.com. Like Christina says, they're on sale now. They are cheaper if you buy them in advance. One thing to keep in mind, kids five and under, they're free. Ages six to 12 are just $5. 
their hours. Friday, February 22nd is from 1 to 8. Saturday, February 23rd is 10 to 8 p.m. VIP passes get in an hour early and you get a collectible wristband. Their website, wizardingdays.com, is where you can find out more information about them. You can buy tickets. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram. We are going to be giving away passes, tickets, the whole nine yards for Wizarding Days. So keep your eyes out for that. And as always, many thanks to Wizarding Days for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's get back into that conversation with Reagan Archibald. Thank you so much for listening. Here's that conversation. We can get back. We'll get back to chatting. I was actually chatting with my mom last night. She she always asks, who's coming on the podcast, right? Yeah. And I was mentioning how we were bringing you on and that you do acupuncture. And I was actually surprised that she is so unfamiliar. She's because she, my mom's kind of a health nut. Yeah. Uh, very, you know, uh, take care of yourself and, and very anti traditional medicine. And she would, she didn't know anything about acupuncture. Wow. And, and I was actually kind of, uh, it's kind of surprising. Yeah. Very yeah. surprised. Yeah. Do you yeah. find that very often that people aren't familiar with acupuncture? It's gotten so much better than it was uh, 15 years ago when I first started. Um, more and more people know about it, but I'm still shocked at how few people know about this incredible medicine. I tell people all the time, I said, yeah, we do stem cell therapy at our office, functional medicine. We have trigger point injections, PRP. We do all kinds of regenerative medicine, but at the end of the day, acupuncture is still like, it's the most uh, grounding and I think the most comprehensive medicine form that there is on the planet. And so the fact that your mom doesn't know about it, we need. Well, she she's knows as much as you stick a needle in your arm, right. or something yeah. like that. But and even that is a, probably a horrible description of acupuncture. Absolutely, yeah. How would you describe? I mean, because I'm sure we have people listening that if my mom yeah. doesn't even know, then I'm sure we have people. I mean, well, and most of us have seen like pictures online of someone laying on a bed with needles in their face, right? So it just uh, I mean, it's not a it's not a it's common kind of, picture. Though, it's not a common see. picture, but no. I think it's kind of kind of a terrifying concept for a great deal of people. Yeah. Uh, there, about 10 years ago, the, there's a survey taken in the United States and 60% of the people were afraid of the needles. That's why they haven't tried acupuncture. Yeah. And so uh, I can tell you, acupuncture is a lot more than just sticking a needle in. I'm, I mean, obviously you look at it and say, well, that's just such a weird way to treat the body. And I didn't believe in it either until I saw Tao Tan. And many of your listeners, if they've uh, if they know Tao Tan, um, if they've had acupuncture, they're going to know Tao Tan. And he was uh, in Sandy, just off of uh, 13th and 86th uh, South. And when I first went to see him, I had back pain. And I was working construction, trying to get through my undergraduate work. And I said, I want to see if this stuff really works because Doctor Bauman was really selling me on it. And he's like, Look. You need to go into this new form of medicine. Western medicine is going to be disrupted in about 30 years. And so you need to be on the cusp, Reagan. And I don't know why he took me under his wing. He's just a phenomenal character. But when I got to Tao Tan with this back pain, I came limping in there and I was just, you know, just didn't feel good. I was stressed. And my hands were so sweaty before he put the needles in my body. But right when the needle, I mean, I remember that first needle when it went into my back, all of a sudden everything relaxed. The, the fear went away, the pain went away, and five minutes later, Tao Tan says, okay, my job done, you finish, you get up, your back hurt, and I was like, I don't know, and I start moving around, all of a sudden, I'm like, what, what did you do? 
I, and I asked him, what did you put in the needles? You know, I thought there was some kind of like uh, anesthetic or at least some lidocaine or something. Yeah, like dip in lidocaine. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's cool. But it, literally, it was gone. My back pain was gone. Never came back. No, nope, from one time. From one time. No kidding. And I was wow. young. So, you know, I don't want to create any false expectations sure. for those of you who have chronic back pain. But but from that moment, I said, okay, I've got to start researching this. And then I noticed uh, this was in, in the late 90s. But in 1997, the National Institutes of Health did this comprehensive study on acupuncture and they found that it outperformed all the conventional treatments for like migraines, uh, tendonitis. Um, there's been one osteoarthritis in the knees. I mean, I, I started to see this, all this research that, that had been done on this, on this medicine called acupuncture. And I said, man, there's some science behind that. So, so, you know, back to your question, what does a needle do when it goes in? Well, it's pressure points, right? Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's, if you look at, um, the electrical, you know, our bodies are electric, right? Right. That's why we can, if I stuck my finger in that, I'd probably get shocked. You probably would. We have like current (laughs) running through our body all the time, don't we? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we stay hydrated because it keeps that current alive. And so you'll notice your energy gets lower if you don't hydrate. But what an acupuncture needle does is it opens up those energy currents. So it's kind of like giving, it's like jumpstarting your body. And if you look at it from a brain's perspective, some of the things that it does is it opens up the opiate receptors. So this is how we get people off some of the Oxycontin or some of the Norco or whatever narcotic that they're, they're on is we use acupuncture as part of the treatment for that uh, because it can work on some of those same pathways. Uh, acupuncture, they've, they've done studies, there's certain points that you can needle and you'll see an increase in serotonin and increase in dopamine. So that's one of the ways that it works with depression. Yeah. And you can even use acupuncture to improve motility. So if people have digestive issues, there's certain points that you can use to get uh, better peristalsis, for example, if someone's constipated. So it's it's a very multidimensional medicine. Mm-hmm. But when you couple that with with herbs and nutrition and supplements, you can make phenomenal changes in people's lives with it. Did you say tinnitus? It helps with like the ringing in the ears or tendonitis? I said oh, tendonitis, tendonitis, but tinnitis too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I have horrible tinnitus. No, you got ringing in, I, I, yeah. I mean, ever since you I was a young, needle young in your child, ear? I've actually, I've actually been told uh, I have quite a few problems. I deal with that acupuncture could help me. Yeah. And uh, even this whole, I've, I've recently, my left arm gets tingly, like it's fall, It's like, it feels like it's fallen asleep, like poor circulation. Mm-hmm. I wonder, probably acupuncture would help with that too. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> figure out the cause. And if it, you know, if it's like, that's, that's where it's nice because acupuncture for a lot of those like mid-level things, if you catch it soon enough, it's amazing for, but if we did like a, sent you in for an MRI in your neck and we said, wow, Chris, you've got like some severe degeneration, some bulging yeah. discs. You're going to need something more regenerative, then that's where we'd use the the donor tissues from Utah Cord Bank, and that's where we put stem cells into your neck and regenerate it. You probably don't take like traditional insurance or anything like that, right? This, you, you know, because um, of what you do, we do not. But we have a process where we give patients super bills, and so then they can sure. submit it to their insurance company. We, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, no, that, no. We love, know. we love, um, we're just trying to figure out how to get in. Yeah. There, I'm basically. just, I'm sitting here, you know, recording a podcast, but I'm like, dang, I got to set an appointment up with you this week. <laughs> yes. You know, even gut health, I have horrible gut health. Yeah. And I've heard that acupuncture could help with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's acupuncture, there's labs that we'd want to look at. If you've been on a ketogenic diet and you've got some gut issues, 
then that's helped it though tremendously. I'm, I'm sure it has, but there's still yeah. a little bit left. Yeah. So then that's where we'd say, okay, you probably have some type of yeast overgrowth or small intestine bacterial overgrowth. Let's figure it out. So, and you've, you've helped people with all that stuff, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. We've, we've had almost, uh, we're, we're nearing 60,000 patients that have come through over the last 15 years. Wow, that is so, so great! Yeah, it's, it's been awesome. And you you wrote a few books too. Let's yeah, uh, I we, don't got have your, the, I don't, we got your books. We got some light reading for the evening in front of me. Right, in, Chris, you have. I'll them. read them. Christina yeah. has them in front. So of her. you've written a book called Brain Rejuvenation. That's yep. Your health transformation and the stem cell breakthrough. So you do you want it. to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Oh, wonderful. Um, so brain rejuvenation. Yeah, what is that? Uh, <laughs> well, it, it's kind of interesting. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. And so I started studying herbal medicine for some reason when I was a kid. I was I was on the basketball team and I'd, you know, I was always uh, experimenting with my team. One game I gave everybody, uh, it must have been about eight grams of vitamin C because we all ended up having loose stools, diarrhea. And ever did they know that you were giving it to them? Yeah, I asked oh, them. Okay. I, I'm okay. like, hey, because I'd always give them cool things, but yeah. one of the things I always did was like ginkgo biloba. Okay. And because I always wanted my brain to work better, but when I saw my grandmother get Alzheimer's, I said, look, I don't ever want to see, uh, you know, if I can prevent Alzheimer's for even one person, I'd have a life that was uh, meaningful. So brain rejuvenation is, uh, it's, it's a new breakthrough we had earlier this year. Uh, earlier last year, excuse me, uh, about a year ago, Arnold Kaplan, who's one of the chief researchers in the stem cell world, he said, wow, the best way to get stem cells through the blood-brain barrier is intranasally. He said within 10 minutes, it gets into the cerebral spinal fluid, and then it circulates all, all around. And I said, wow, that's, yeah, hello, we've, we've done a lot of things intranasally with medicine. And so uh, we just started working on that, and I started doing the research. And sure enough, there's Many uh, studies going on with the use of intranasal, and it's safer, it's uh, better tolerated, and more effective. And so I wrote the book Brain Rejuvenation because it talks about some of the breakthroughs that are there for addiction, even uh, traumatic brain injuries, Alzheimer's, dementia, of course, Parkinson's. And so it's it's not something that's going to cure it, but there is a treatment there that we've actually seen improvements with some some pretty tough neurodegenerative diseases. And then in the brain rejuvenation, I also give some uh, brain foods and things you can do to keep your brain super vital. Share with our audience one. Well, and, yeah, I mean, or, you're doing one that's amazing. It's if you can keep your body uh, using ketones as an energy source instead of glucose, that's like the difference between driving an electric car or a gas powered engine, right? So, so why do people talk garbage on keto then? I find, hard I find more lazy. people talk garbage on keto and say how unhealthy it is. Well, it's unhealthy if you're not eating vegetables in a ketogenic diet. So you're not a fan of the carnivore diet then? No. I mean, I, 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 I struggle with this because I have a, you know, I have several patients who've tried like the carnivore diet Yeah, and they love it. They swear by it. But I'm like, I think, um, in the long run, a keto diet does not work if you have, if you're infested with yeast. So if you have too much uh, candida albicans in your body, the yeast actually can feed on the fats. And so that mm. can be dangerous. The other part that why people criticize is it is because people's livers aren't working as well. And so people can get bogged down on a keto diet. So that's where eating your vegetables is going to be one of the, the key components of uh, doing keto right. But the other thing you can do is make sure you, before you start on a ketogenic diet, some people get really sick on it. And that's mm -hmm. why they criticize it because they're like, oh, I tried it and I felt like shit. And it's like, well. That keto flu kind of thing. Is that kind yeah, of what you're talking about? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They get, and it's like. 
Yeah, it's because your liver can't process all those fats. You've got to make enough bile to emulsify the fat so you actually get the, the fatty acids out of it. And, and your liver is what makes the ketones. And so if, if, if you go into it and you don't get your body prepped, you're going to get really sick from it. Mm-hmm. And so, so but, yeah. But you've seen good results from people oh, doing it. For the brain, it's yeah. awesome. The ketogenic diet. The ketogenic yeah. diet. The other thing I love is, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, intranasal stem cells. That's been phenomenal for my brain. I, I've had five concussions. So that's been great. Oh, wow. but, <laughs> but using that, um, but but using uh, B12 intranasally, Jolly's Pharmacy, which I'm sure you guys, uh, do you guys know Dean, Dean Jolly? I don't know. All right. We got to get him we on. We got to get him he's, on. He's awesome. We got Dean. We got, well, yeah, we'll write Elliot Spencer. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get you some. Uh, anyway, but, but he creates this, pro- this product called Synapsin. And it's prescription based, but there's nothing. It's it's uh, uh, you guys know ginseng, the herb ginseng. Sure. So yeah, it's yeah, ginseng yeah. and then then methylated B vitamins, and specifically B twelve. And so doing that intranasally is amazing. Oh, um, that using peptides. Awesome. Um, so anyway, there's a lot of peptides you can spray intranasally. We love that. And then probably one of the things that I found for the brain that I love the most is lion's mane. So lion's mane is a mushroom. You can eat it. It's the lobster of the forest. You can go and forage it not locally here that i know of, but like seattle they have a ton of lion's mane that grows really well there i like the name um it's <laughs> and if you see the mushroom it's just it's beautiful so yeah. for, for you listeners if you can plug in lion's mane you'll see what it looks like it's gorgeous very cool um yeah big mushroom fan uh cordialis is uh, another herb that i love um so yeah there's a lot of things you can do for your brain and there That's were, awesome. the, I think we only touched the next on two one books? book. Yeah, that was just uh, one book. And I now, where yeah. can, now, where can people listening get these books? Is it possible to buy them yeah, you can get on it a on website, Amazon. Amazon? And if you come to one of our events, so we do we do uh, community events at least once a week in all of our clinics. And then we always, we give anyone who comes a free book. Okay. Oh, right and I'll yeah. put all those links at IamSaltLake.com yeah. too with this episode. That'd but what's, yeah, so what's the next book we'll the, just bring uh, up The Stem Cell Breakthrough. The Stem Cell Breakthrough. Give us a rundown. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there on stem cells, and it was a lot to wade through. We've been doing this medicine for about seven years. And so the stem cell breakthrough was just some of the research that I've done to try and simplify the process and say, yeah, you can get stem cells from your bone marrow, your adipose tissue, um, but you can also get it from the perinatal tissue. And so that's where I talk about the procurement method, the safety, the efficacy. The FDA is, uh, you know, they're they're putting in new guidelines over the next couple of years, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, the stem cell breakthrough just shares um, different ways of regenerating, you know, knees. So regenerating damaged cartilage, if you've had, uh, you know, bone on bone, or if you don't mm-hmm. want the the knee replacement, you know, hips, we talk about shoulders. That's how I got into stem cell therapy is a snowboarding accident for a torn rotator cuff. I didn't want to do the surgery. Ouch. Yeah. Stem cells saved me from the surgery. And your, your shoulder's fine now. My huh? shoulder's great. I snowboarded all day today. It was amazing. <laughs> Did yeah. you kind of get interested in all of this because of your own personal exactly. story? Yeah. And so that's, that's how I, you know, Dr. Bauman was a mentor to me because mm-hmm. one of the reasons I researched uh, supplements and nutrition when I was a kid, you know, my grandmother didn't have Alzheimer's when I was a kid. That was when I was like in my twenties. But um, I ended up, because I grew up on a farm in Idaho, I'd, I'd get crop dusted by plain spraying Roundup. Mm. And Roundup was big in the 90s. It was like, we're getting higher yields. And so it was Roundup for everything. And then I'd come back and I'd spray the riverbanks along the Teton River with Roundup to prevent the noxious weeds from 
infesting the uh, the pasture. And so I ended up with autoimmune diseases. I had psoriasis. I had a lung condition. I ended up with Hashimoto's. Um, and so that was where I said the prescriptions, the prednisone, the antibiotics, they weren't doing anything but making me sicker. And so that's where I started on my own, out of necessity, I started researching this stuff. So, so wow. yeah, the, all, cool. and all these books, you know, I don't, I try not to make them about me, but yes, these are personal journeys I've been on. Yeah, There's nothing which... wrong with making it about you though. Cause again, <laughs> I mean, I want to listen to your story so maybe I can relate right. a little bit. Yeah, well, and absolutely. I think the best yeah. breakthroughs come from someone who's been through a trial and has, if you were just doing it cause you wanted to make money, right. It's like, well, do you really trust their opinion? But if it's something that you've personally gone through and you've had to overcome and learn to help yourself get better. That's huge. Yeah. Well, and I think in, in medicine, that's, that's been the biggest thing that I've seen. I I remember, you know, when I was looking into what I could do for my own health, I remember I I had no answers. There's so many, so many days, so many months where I was just like, I'm going to be tired and achy my entire life. Mm. And I was trying all kinds of diets, you know, vegan diet. This was before keto was around. Paleo was non-existent. But I was trying everything and it just, I got worse and worse. And it wasn't until I had a doctor who stopped and said, let's actually look and dig into your labs a little bit. Let's look at your overall health and see if we can't get you on a better path. And so that's when I was, I was gluten-free before gluten-free was a cool thing, you know? Yeah. And everyone would like, oh, you're celiacs. I'm like, no, I'm not no. celiacs. I'm, I, gluten makes me very tired and my joints get inflamed and it hurts when I exercise if I eat gluten. Okay, that's weird, you know, but now it's a good thing. We, everyone's more aware of it. So, so you yeah. still avoid gluten then? You know, I can actually eat gluten a couple times a week. And you're fine. And I'm fine. That's sourdough bread is like, oh, if, if so I had good. to die and, and if heaven, they're like, you can only eat one food, it'd probably be like sourdough bread. Um, Toasted, a little butter. It, it, a lot of butter, a lot, lot of, of sea salt. Broccoli yeah. cheese soup with it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now you're making me hungry. <laughs> Sorry. <over laughs> not, was, Hunger time. Was there one more book there? Yeah, there's one, one more book. Okay. Yeah. Your health transformation. Yeah. A brand new lifestyle plan for, well, this is long. A brand new lifestyle plan for reversing autoimmunity, trimming belly fat, and reconnecting with the life you love. <sighs> yeah. Right That's a great title. Yeah. yeah. And I want to so, do that. Um, yeah, this, I, I wrote this book about three years ago, and uh, it's, it's a gem. And in, in your health transformation, for those of you who get it, if you're looking to start on a ketogenic diet, page 97 gets you how you get your liver prepped. So in this book, in that book. Yeah. That probably, is important I probably information. still need to get my liver prepped, even though I've been doing it for a year. Yeah. I think everybody needs a liver detox like every three months. Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, enjoying life at all, and if you may overeat occasionally, or you happen to breathe the air that we're then clean out your liver, it, it'll make a huge difference. But your health transformation is basically, it's how I reverse my own autoimmune disease how I help reverse uh, my patients. You know, the the whole process that I take uh, people through in your health transformation is consider the test because I believe if you're, if you're not getting the right test order for your health, you're just playing guessing games. It's one of the most expensive things you can do is not figure out what the real cause is and just be like, well, maybe it is. And three months later, you've gone down the wrong path. I think it's life is too short to feel like crap. Um, so we talk about the right tests, getting the right treatments in. And so I cover a lot of regenerative therapy. I have some areas on Chinese medicine, on herbs, on nutrition, on stem cell therapy is in that book. And then also I just, uh, I talk about having an accountability partner, a mentor in that book. So, so yeah, it's, it's a great read. I'd love to have you guys t- give me yeah. your, your opinion. Oh, I'm, share, I'm so excited your to thoughts. read them. My, my newest book is called Your Healthy Self, and that will be out in about a um, month and a half. 
Do you enjoy writing? You know, I'm not the best writer. I, I'm like, there's a difference between a writer and an author. I'm, I'm really good at like um, getting ideas down. And then I love to um, see if it works with a patient. And then if it's working with our patients, then I write more about it because it's something that actually works. And then I have a group of about a hundred doctors throughout the country that I'll go mentor them on the processes that we use at East West. But I always, I do write about it once I see that this is something that's sticking. It, it's really impactful. Did I hear that you, you actually speak at, at events and stuff too? So people could come and see you speak as well yep. as so reading we, your books? or Yeah, or? we do community events. Um, at East West. At East West, okay. at our clinics. Uh, sometimes we'll do them outside of it, but we have teaching centers in, in all of our clinics, um, except Pleasant Grove, that's on the way. But so people can come. Usually we do it at like a lunch uh, hour. We put on webinars as well that are live. So I do a lot of mentoring just uh, over the air. And I just, I love that. How would people uh, find out about them? The best way on like Facebook or? or... Yeah, so you can find us on our Facebook, you know, East West Health. No, but Uh, about the events that you're doing, like the webinars and and stuff. Yeah, so that would be our website. Okay. So AccuEast West and you go to the events tab and then you can get up to date on that. Cause I, awesome. I need to do some of those. I know that would <laughs> yeah. be some, that would some be great... of the webinars. And, uh, I think both of us could benefit. Yeah. From we that, could but... both definitely benefit from some of this. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, health never stops. So, yeah. It's true. It's yeah, that it's... thing you always have to always have to think about. Yeah. And I do, our, our whole mantra is like, you know, we want people to love the way they feel about their health. And so I always say, what if you just had 1% what if I could just help you get your your health 1% better per day for 100 days? Because anyone can follow like, okay, today I'm going to do 1% better. I'm just going to drink an extra glass of water. And then mm-hmm. you're already there. You're on your way. So I'm a big believer in, yes, medicine's complex and we use some very sophisticated testing. We Our diagnostics, our imaging, you know, we we're using ultrasound guided needling when we do procedures. But but it starts with simplicity mm-hmm. and the more simple you can make it, the easier it is for people to actually start um, on a path. So, and you do a podcast too. Yeah. My podcast is called go wellness radio. And I interview people from all over uh, in the healthcare industry primarily. Um, but, but that is a podcast that's been around about three years. You've been doing, wow. You, that's yeah, a, you're in, you're on episode 80 something. Props to I, you. Yeah. I should probably look and this, verify. Yeah, no, I, you know what yeah. though? I, a lot of respect for you for that because you just do it for the sake of doing the pot. You're not, you're not caught up on, on what episode number it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Some of us, you know, I like to brag a little, we're on 300, <laughs> you know, 300 and no. whatever it is, you know? No, I'm, I'm always uh, flattered when I read like a review about my book or the podcast because it's a, it's a service, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like when you have a message, you got to get it out. And so, um, I just feel like, yeah, it's, it's a message, but I love it when it changes somebody's life. And that's where just like, uh, I wake up early every morning and I, I have this whole ritual called the mindset morning. And, uh, as I go through my mindset morning, I'm always using those great testimonials. I mean, we have over 400 amazing testimonials from East West patients. And so I look at those and that just like, it fuels uh, a lot of innovation. So for those of you who are my patients, I really appreciate that. It's, it, it makes my life so amazing. What's been like the most challenging thing about what you do? I mean, there's got to be some some obstacles or challenges that you faced through the last few years, even. Yeah, I think the last five years we've we've just had uh, very uh, you know exponential growth, and I think the hardest thing is to have 
my team, all all of us in conjunction, because I have I we we have some of the most talented medical doctors, nurse practitioners, acupuncturists, health coaches. Because um, I always vet out the best of the best, and I'll wait for a long time before I actually fill a position until I've got the right person. And so I think that just to be honest, the hardest thing is like, man, I I go to the medical conferences and, and learn incredible things. I bring incredible speakers to our events, but then getting our whole medical team on the same page so that we can implement quicker. Um, medicine's changing so rapidly and just keeping up um, in that aspect as a team is, is definitely the most challenging. I think a lot more people are putting health, their personal health in, in their own hands. I yeah. think there was a time when we just put it in traditional Western doctors hands. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And now we're, now, we're taking more now so many of us uh, don't even want to believe it. I mean, like, no, I don't want more drugs. I don't want to deal with all these side effects. I yeah. mean, I remember growing up as a child and I mean, back to even my mom, we would go to health food stores and get made fun of. Yeah. Now there's, you know, health food stores all over. Everybody goes yeah. to Sprouts or Whole Foods or, you know, all of that. Yeah. And there was a time when it was like, I didn't want my friends to see me right. at the health food store. Yeah. Of course, I mean, I was a young kid at the time. So that's, you know, over 30 years ago. But <laughs> but wh- why do you think it's changed? Any idea? Yeah, I think people are a lot smarter. I mean, we're packing around these smartphones, and so we have access to more information in our pocket than Bill Clinton did when he was the president. Google, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Google is like, wow, it's you know the uh, all knowing, <laughs> but yeah, but you look at that, and and then we start to see like, hey, as as a country, we're getting fatter, sicker, more depressed. Every single year, heart disease does not come down. Even though last year, the American Heart Association, they lowered their hypertensive parameters to now what they call pre-hypertension to get people on more medication, but that's not solving the problem. And so right. I think people are realizing that this, uh, the prescription days are, are over and just getting surgery when there is regenerative therapies that are, have some massive potential you know, one of our physician assistants, he was in surgery for 10 years and he just said, yeah, half of them had to come back for more surgery. They were failed surgeries. Mm-hmm. I said, that's crazy, a 50-50 shot. And so I, I just think that there's more options available. I also see that with science and technology, I mean, the, the stuff we're doing at East West today is I never dreamed, never in my wildest dreams that I imagine we'd be doing this. Yeah, I thought stem cells was for like cloning Dolly the sheep. And, 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 and yeah. that's what I thought. That's kind of too. what you think of. That's, yeah, you know, I didn't know anything. That's crazy. Yeah. Or people fighting in the news. Like, <laughs> I just remember growing up hearing stem cell therapy, stem cell therapy, you know, and it was a very, very heated. Or, yeah, yeah. Very heated debate. Yeah. That's my first research paper in the, in the 90s. I wrote it on embryonic stem cells. And yeah, I was like, man, but. Look at the amounts of these totipotent stem cells. You know, they can produce cancer and they're dangerous and there's a moral and ethical dilemma there. Mm-hmm. Why exchange life for life? But now it's like, well, what happens after you have a birth? You can either throw that perinatal tissue away that grew an entire baby. Yeah. Uh, or you can donate it and you can use it medicinally. And it's like this perfect little cure that nature left behind because yeah it's like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you use it we were, we're stupid not to take advantage of it and it's it's so resourceful to use i look at it as like a recycled healing um because uh you know right now we have these medications that are you know you have chemotherapy medications just a a round of that for you know a cancer case it's a two hundred fifty thousand dollar process 
And it's wild. You look at a knee replacement, that's going to be sixty to seventy thousand dollars if it's uncomplicated. You know, why are we spending so much money and what are the results we're getting from all the money that goes into healthcare or even our health insurance? You know, you asked about health insurance. Yeah, I look at that and I said, man, that's a broken system because But we're so dependent on it. We're so dependent. We think that we can't get our health back unless we're card carrying members, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, but now you look at it and you say, Wow, what did Obamacare do? Well, it put 68% more profits in the insurance company's pockets. And so I disagreed with the whole thing where you get penalized for not having health insurance. So I I was like, we got to get out of this. So now that's where there's like Liberty Health Share. There's other processes that are better. But I find that if you can make healthcare affordable, figure out a payment plan, anybody can can do it. I I would imagine what you do can be very emotional for you because I'm sure you've seen just some incredible results with what you do. I mean, do you, do you ever just almost get, I don't know. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I mean, it just, yeah, more emotional, but I mean, but, but do you, do you get, I mean, you, when you see like a patient that does, you know, they're told they need surgery. Let's use your shoulder, for example, just for the sake of, of quick thinking, that's gotta be awesome to say, I help that person. Yeah, you know, yeah. so they didn't have to have go on, uh, you know, undergo such a a uh, hard surgery. It's probably such a fulfilling yeah. career. Yeah, there's yeah. there's there's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. I don't know. It just yeah. popped in my head, and well, and, and that's so funny because it's like, oh, what's your hobbies, Reagan? Well, I love snowboarding, mountain biking, exercising, things like that. But I really love studying medicine and health and helping people get and, better. And then the reward at that is walking through a waiting room, and it, you know, I see a patient like Julie, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, Reagan, thank you so much. You know, getting the big hugs and just seeing the transformation. That's what is, I was trying to go for is, is amazing. That. Yeah. And that's that's what mm-hmm. keeps me, you know, I, I look and I think, wow, East West, man, we're doing so well as a clinic and we've had so much community support. In Utah, there couldn't be a better place to to launch uh, innovation like this. I mean, uh, the community is just, everyone in, in Utah, I find, is so much more open than what the general consensus would would believe, but all my friends want to move here. They come hang out for a week and they're like, I love Utah. That kind of leads me into some Utah questions. You've heard yeah. me ask them. You've oh, heard yeah. me ask them on the podcast. Bring them on. So when, when these friends visit, what do you yep. tell them to go check out? Like, I mean, what, what do you tell them to do? What do you sell them on Utah? I, like I always sell them on the, the proximity of the city to the trails. And so I'm like, look, you want to go and go, you can be in the heart of downtown. You can tour temple square or do whatever you'd like downtown. And then in three minutes, you can be walking up Memory Grove and then hit some very cool trails, connect with the Bonneville Shoreline Trail, and and you're right there in a little slice of heaven, and you got a great view of the city. So that would be one thing. It depends on what they like. If they love to mountain bike, then I'll send them up in my neck of the woods um, in in, uh, Summit Park is where I live. And so the trails in Summit Park are phenomenal mountain biking trails. Oh, no, I just... I just uh, let the word out. Great. Now everyone's going to be biking. Yeah. There. You know, it's funny you say that you let the word out. That's like one thing people I'm, I've actually had people tell me they don't like this podcast because I make I make people want to move here and they don't want people to move here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, or we're telling them about on. secret gems, you know, come on. You know, I want people to move here because yeah, it, man. it drives growth and it drives innovation. I mean, there's yeah. so many cool people that I that, that are patients of ours who move from the East Coast. They love the lifestyle. They move from California. California, like you moved from California, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I look at that and I'm like, now, why would you want to, if you have something that's really beautiful, why, why it's better if we share it. it. But yeah. it is a bit yeah. scary to see 
you drive down I-15 anymore and it's just so The traffic congested. and the inversion. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I'm scared and of. And it's growth. like, what is going to happen in 10 more years? Yeah. We need to yeah. create more roadways or better public transportation or something. Yeah. Well, exactly. And I think that's where, you know, it's not a problem, you know, transportation is not a problem that like I'm trying to solve, but there's some very brilliant people in Utah that are working on, are. on these tough challenges. And I believe in those people. I've seen us, I mean, we've innovated so many times over and over again. And I think it, it forces us to innovate when we grow. What yeah. about uh, favorite local eating spots? Another question I ask. Yeah. I, I mean, um, so I, I love, a lot of the restaurants in Salt Lake, um, Pulp has been, uh, I've seen Pulp it. Lifestyle Kitchen. There's one over um, by Liberty Park, I know. Yeah. 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 So a, a couple of my my patients are the the founders of that and, and been involved since the beginning. And so Pulp is definitely a place I say, look, if you just, if you want some really healthy food that's light, that's got good flavors, you don't get tired of it. Pulp is awesome, no matter what diet you're on. Um, so that's a great one. If I'm like, hey, we need to go have a, a night out. I love like Eva. Eva's is great. Um, I love the Avenues Bistro. That's very quaint um, restaurant there that I take friends to when they're in town. And then in Park City, you know, I love um, Purple Sage. It's one of my favorites. It's on Main Street there. And then there's a new one called Hearth and Heal. And so I'm really grateful that they came right there into Kimball Junction. So you mentioned gluten free. Do you ever hit up Zest downtown? Oh yeah, Zest is great. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. cocktails are phenomenal. They're, yeah. Oh, they watch are. out for them though. I mean, they <laughs> they sneak like, up on you. They'll, they'll sneak up there. I was like, oh, I thought I was drinking well, a green so smoothie, healthy, right? Yeah, you yeah. Just, yeah. I used to live like a few feet away from Zest. I swear, and so I was eating there all the time at one point in my life. But it's a great, yeah. great establishment. Casey's yeah. great over there. Did I ask you? Is there anything you would change about Salt Lake City or the area if you could? The only thing I would change is, um, and maybe it's just my heart goes out to the homeless people. Yeah. You know, I know in Pioneer Park, we're, we're, we're setting the parameters where we're kind of diffusing a lot of that in mm-hmm. the next uh, four or five years. That's the biggest thing I'd like to see. And I know I, I've got friends who are, are counselors and therapists and working um, to help solve that problem. But I just look and I say, man, we live in, in a state that has an abundance of resources and we have so many talented people. Why can't we solve that one problem? Yeah. 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 It's it. That's, that would be the only thing I love everything about it. It's a small city, but I can't go anywhere without running into people. I know. Isn't it crazy and how that happens? I love it. Yeah. I, I'll go to the grocery store and Chrissy's like, you're gone for two hours. I'm sorry. I ran into something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. a, or, or ah, it's anyway, dude, I've had a, I've had a heck of a conversation with you and I know yeah, we, too. I know we yeah. just skimmed the surface. Really? <laughs> oh, I mean, I know. we could have so we we talked just an hour on acupuncture. We could have talked just an hour on stem cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we could, there's so much that we could have talked about, but, uh, We'll have to bring you back. Well, and, anytime, and especially yeah. after I read these books. I know. I'm so And I want to go back and listen to this. What was your podcast name? One it's more called time? Uh, Go Wellness Radio. So go, and I mean, however you're listening to this podcast, go check it out. Go wellness.com. Go wellness.com. Yeah. And that, that is, uh, yeah, that's the website you can go to. And then it's on iTunes, um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those. Probably the however, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. however you're listening. Yep. However you want uh, to find it. To this. And I'm sure just the average person would enjoy listening to it, right? Or, or Oh, absolutely. It's, yeah. It's for for people who are just beginning on their health journey, people uh-huh. who are deep into it, they've done some some studying and training on their own, or it's for the doctors out there who are listening to this who want you know uh, some new science and research. I think it's try and make it work for everybody. 
How can listeners reach out to you or what's the websites or how would they connect? You know, I think the best, if you want to reach out to me personally, um, it's Reagan, R-E-G-A-N at gowellness.com would be the easiest way to reach out to me personally. And then to, to reach out to us at one of our, our clinic locations at East West Health, uh, the website's acueastwest.com. That's just acueastwest.com. Very cool. Awesome. And, I'll, and I'll put that at imsaltlake.com as well. So it'll be on the right. website. So if you're driving, you didn't write that down, just know you can always head on over uh, to imsaltlake.com. Was there anything that you wanted to make sure we talked about before we completely close out here, Reagan? I know I know, Christina has a question that she likes to ask. My grand finale. Your grand finale. But is there anything before we, we ask that? No, I, I just want to thank you guys. And I just want to tell everyone in Utah how much I appreciate them. Okay. Like I've always felt at home here in this amazing state. And um, I just, yeah, I love love the, the culture, the people. I love how quirky we are <laughs> and, um, and just like funny. Like there's so many um, contradictions going on in, in Utah that I just love it. So thank you for letting me be part of this amazing community. Very cool. That's so great. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of life advice, what would it be? That is um, a question my wife was asking me as we were driving home from skiing today. She's like, what's going to be your answer? <laughs> and the only- Well, good, then maybe you're prepared. I'm prepared, of course. And uh, the, the, the one piece of advice that I would give people is to invest in your health. Don't wait until it's too far gone. Life is way too short- and I think uh, pain and poor health robs us of the most important, meaningful things in life. I mean, I, you you can have the best relationships in the world, but if you can't get out of bed, you can't nurture those. You can't experience the fruits of those relationships. You can't go hang out with your kids if you are sick. I couldn't have gone snowboarding if I was you know injured or I, if my knees didn't work. So I think investing in the health is, would be the one thing I would say you, you can't put too much emphasis on that. Let me, let me yeah. just tagline. I agree 100%. That's what did it for me is having a little baby girl a year and a half ago. And I was just like, I, I, I would run out of breath tying my shoes. Is that why you got on the ketogenic? Well, the diet? keto and I started working out. I hit nice. the gym almost probably six days a week. Yep. And I've never been that way. Uh, yeah. I've lost close to 60 pounds this year. Whoa. And, uh, and get, you're like running circles yeah. around us. Get your get your <laughs> His energies up get, too. Yeah. Get your, oh, yeah. get your oh, health yeah. back on track. It's crazy, man. isn't it? Yeah. It is. So so I thank you so much for leaving us with yeah. that advice. Again, awesome conversation. I'm gonna reach out to you. I want to do some of this acupuncture. So awesome. So thank you so much. Many thanks again to Reagan Archibald for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All the links to connect with Reagan can be found on our website at IamSaltlake.com slash three six six. All right, guys, this episode of the podcast is also sponsored by Heartbreaker Beard Oil. Not only is this an awesome, locally made, locally bottled beard oil, but I, I'm the owner. I'm the CEO, and I personally wear this stuff myself. It is perfect for that dry weather that we get here in Utah. Dudes with beards knows what I'm talking about, right? You got to moisturize that beard. You got to moisturize that skin underneath. This is a brand new company that I launched. You can check it out, heartbreakerbeard.com. This is where you can check the blends out. You can get on our email list and you can find out more information. Again, heartbreakerbeard.com. Many thanks to Heartbreaker Beard for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. 
It is that time of the podcast, though, right after Beard Oil here, Christina, <laughs> where we get to give our weekly recommendations. This is where we kind of dig deep and we're like, what is impacting our life? What are we enjoying at the moment? What is going on? Do you want to give your recommendation first? I feel like yeah. I always jump ahead of yeah, you. Yeah, let me go first. My my recommendation this week is actually, it sounds silly, but it's the C4 pre-workout. Now, I, I used to work out in the past, and I've tried to work out so many times in the last three years since I've been with you, Chris, but I have not been able to be consistent at the gym and I, I started borrowing some of your C4 pre-workout. Because I go to the gym every Because you day. go to the gym every day for over a year. So I'm learning. Hey, I get a brag. That's bragging rights. No, I, I'm with you. That is bragging rights. I've only been like four times this week. so. <laughs> but I don't think I could do it without the C4 pre-workout. This stuff's incredible. It, it like, has helped me push way past what I thought I could do. And it's helped me want to keep going. It's, it's what it's what I use too when I get up yeah. at five in the morning to go to the gym. Yeah, it always gets you going. It's actually it's just really cool. And my recommendation this okay, so a lot of people reach out to me and they're like, I want to start a podcast. Where do I start? Okay, I'll tell you exactly where to start. You're gonna to want to pick up an ATR twenty one hundred microphone. These are the microphones that we use here at the I Am Salt Lake Podcast Studio. These are, in my opinion, an amazing starter microphone and an amazing forever microphone, in my personal opinion. ATR twenty one hundred microphone, great price range, the whole nine yards. And we're I'll put a link for the microphone in the pre-workout. On episode 366, show notes at IamSaltLake.com slash 366, so you could check out more information about each one of those. And that's going to do it for this episode. Don't forget to support our show sponsors, Wizarding Days, Five Wives Vodka, and Heartbreaker Beard Oil. Also, go out, tell a friend this week about the podcast. This is a great way that we can get more listeners. Our advertising budget, guys, is very thin. And so we're depending on you to each go out and tell one friend this week. Honestly, that's all it takes. One friend, whether it's at work or neighborhood or 4-H club or Just Boy share Scouts. your favorite episode. 4-H club. Who goes to 4-H, <laughs> right? Well, you never know. <laughs> and uh, you can send us an email and say hello to us at hello at IamSaltLake.com. If you want to send us something physical... Hopefully candy, cookies, you know. Or a letter. Oh, a letter too. Sure, why not? You can send that to P.O. Box 4412, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84110. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy Salt Lake City. Support local. And we're going to see you on that next episode. And good night, Grammy. Grammy.